Did you miss your sales quota? Did you miss your forecast? Did you lose a job? Were you let go off? Did you miss the promotion? Did you not get what you deserved? And so if any of this is a yes for you, let me ask you, how are you feeling? What is the emotion in your mind? Is it rage? Is it anger? Is it sadness? What is your coping mechanism? How do you cope with this defeat or this loss? How do you emerge successful out of it? Is it too much to bear? Let's find out all about it in this episode of Bus Talk. I'm your host, Ayan, and you're listening to Bus Talk, a podcast about your life at work. No question is taboo. Nothing is out of syllabus. We cut to the chase and come to the point. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in to Bus Talk. Let's begin defining the problem statement. We live in a world which is designed for extreme performances. You have heard your sales team, your manager, your even sales contests are all designed around extreme performances. You've heard terms like go big or go home. If you're not growing, you're dying. There is no Q5. <laughs> Everything has to be done now. And so go above and beyond. Kill it. There are all such negative connotations if you think about it. So when you fail at something, when you struggle to get to your target, your goal or perceived level of excellence, it has a fallout. You're mentally devastated, you're burnt out, you're tired, you're fatigued. Let's find out a coping mechanism if you happen to be in such a situation or a state of mind. Let me share three strategies with you. The Earth, the Moon and the Stars. Collectively known as Ion's nature strategies for lack of better expressions. We may not find them in any management books because it's a figment of my imagination. But this figment of imagination is based on facts, is based on experiences. So bear with me, listen to these three things. It just might help you. So let's dive in. Number one, the Earth strategy. What do I mean by that? Think of Earth and its location in the solar system. It is exactly positioned at the right center or in the balance. Little further ahead and we'll get burnt and a little behind and we'll get frozen. So universe is trying to tell you that be balanced. Any extreme response to an event is undesirable, whether it is success or failure. So if you happen to fail at something, if you have gotten an unfavorable result, it doesn't mean that it derails you, it throws you off. You have to keep spinning. You have to keep rotating around the sun. And that sense of balance is also known as resilience. It takes a lot of resilience to succeed. And part of the DNA of success is keep moving, having the resilience, the mental strength to keep moving, be balanced in your expression of success or failure and move on to the next one. Number two, the Himalaya strategy. The journey for a thousand miles begins with a single step. So if you have a big problem in front of you, go to the base camp, climb the next 10 feet, then go to the next 10 feet until you reach the summit. Don't try to boil the ocean. Don't try to solve everything everywhere all at once. No pun intended there. Solve one thing at a time. You know, you have heard this multitasking concept for a very long time. I'm asking you to do micro monotasks. 
small successes lead to larger successes small successes introduce us calmness in the mind when you have a big problem ahead of you identify the immediate small steps in your control which you can do to succeed achieve them be successful at it and then move on to the next small bit and some of these small bits will lead to a large success and if you didn't get the subtext just as yet that is exactly how you handle failure as well nibble away at the big failure in small parts reduce failures little by little little by little don't think that it'll change overnight and get depressed if everything doesn't change everywhere all at once no pun intended there but take small little steps to reduce failures and these some of small little steps will actually turn your failures into a success and then number 3 stars look at the stars and imagine yourself as one of the stars you're not alone there are millions and billions of people just like you struggling fighting surviving and shining through all the dark clouds as it were and so look for your north star have a mentor in the organization find a friend at work talk to people don't bottle up don't keep it to yourself learn to deal with grief by sharing with people it's okay to let it out sometimes yes you could be a senior person yes you you could be the more matured of the lot and all that but it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to be soft to the set of people you trust of course you can't do it with anybody and everybody but it's very important to realize that the whole world is not there to get you there are people out there to support you as well and so don't get too cynical be as neutral as possible and perhaps try and edge towards positivity and regain hope know that there are people who are probably even worse off than what you are or what situation you are going through right now and they are managing to survive so look for some inspiration as cheesy or as it as corny some of these um, instagram videos are or some of those uh, reels are sometimes some of them you know make a lot of sense there are lots of inspirational clips which people have fought against all odds and you can if you really need some inspiration look for tedx videos you know search and the put a category of inspiration and search you know there could be 10000 other things you can try do whatever works to make you happier all i'm trying to do is to make you realize the common sense aspect of it remind yourself you're not alone there are people out there who can help you open yourself up a little bit to the people you trust and they will be more than happy to stand by you if nothing else just hear you out and that sometimes is a good starting point to heal back to address your failures objectively look at the mirror look for people who do straight talk who don't posture in front of you who act as a mirror if you are fortunate and blessed to have a childhood friend then talk to such people they will hold the mirror up in front of you and if you have screwed up somewhere if you have made a mistake somewhere these people will objectively reflect upon it make you realize your mistake and then also stand by you while you recover realize and improve from that experience when i need inspiration i draw it from a author called Ayn Rand A Y N R A N D and she's 
the author of a book called The Fountainhead. If you haven't heard about it, if you haven't read about the book, you must give it a read. Why? Because it is a cult classic written as early as 1943 and it is still relevant even today. But that's not the fun part. The fun part in the story is the events preceding the publishing of the book. Ayn Rand had written the first part of the novel and it got rejected multiple times. And you would think, yeah, that's what happens to all first-time authors. Their books get rejected. But what happened was even the agent who, who she thought would promote her book landed up rejecting the book at some stage. But then you know what she did? She fired her agent and took on the submission herself. She persevered. She pushed for uh, finding a publisher. In those days, you couldn't self-publish. You had to find a publisher, right? And so she, she went hard. She went along and finally found somebody to believe in her book who stood his ground to back the book. The Fountainhead was eventually published on 7th of May, 1943, with 7,500 copies in the first print. Initial sales were also slow. So after doing all the hard work, when you see the initial sales slow, she still did not give up. The fun part began late in 1943, driven primarily by, you know, word of mouth. There was no internet back then. And then what happened is, by 1944, it started appearing as a bestseller in 1944. It reached the number six on the New York Times bestseller in August of 1945. And over two years after its initial publication, 1956, the hardcover edition sold over a whopping 700,000 copies. The first paperback edition was published by the New American Library in 1952. As on date, I think the 25th anniversary edition was issued by the New American Library in 1971, including a new introduction by the author. In 1993, 50th anniversary edition from Bob Merrill added an afterword to the Rand's heir, Leonard Bykoff. The novel has been translated into more than 25 languages. Long and short of the story is that if you persevere, you will find ways to achieve success. The trouble is, look at what you see. Do this exercise, right? Take, take your hand and put it in front of your face and keep the other hand perpendicular to your hand. So take your left hand, put it in, your, in front of your face and then take your right hand and put it perpendicular right in the middle of your left hand. You know what this means? It, it looked like a T sign, if you will, uh, a sleeping T, if you will. What I'm trying to say here is you can, this left hand where the tip of your right hand is touching is the barricade, is the barrier of vision, which is today. You can only see things up until today. You cannot, for the love of God, see what is tomorrow. Right. So do not anticipate that tomorrow will be bad. You have to remain positive despite whatever difficulties that surround you circumstantially, how difficult situations. And I know it's easier said than done. People who go through shit sometimes lose hope that this does, doesn't make sense. If you look closer home, even the immortals of Melua, 
uh, author Amish Tripathi, his book got rejected 32 times. And I was listening to some interview and he said, well, those who didn't understand the book and they rejected it, it was just fine. However, there were some people who did understand the book and they rejected it systematically. They torn it apart piece by piece. They said, oh, it's something about Shiva. Who's going to read about Shiva? It's not even in ornate, you know, Vikram Seth kind of a language. So it doesn't qualify as a literary classic. Plus, you're going into dangerous territory in religion and mythology, which it might get rejected. And so they decimated the book. But what did he do? Did he stop there? He did not stop there. Despite all odds, he went on marketing the book. I think he went to crossword, probably started sharing, you know, one chapter of the book and then generated the interest. And so from a position where nobody wanted to publish his book, sell his book to a situation where he got paid probably a million dollars in advance for a trilogy probably he has not even written. That is something brilliant, right? That mindset is brilliant. You may like the book, you may not like the book that is different, but it's that mindset that not accepting defeat, not accepting failures, not accepting the inevitability that, oh, this is final. What else can I do? There is always something that you can do. You have to search for it. You have to look for it. You have to dig it and at times manufacturing it. So the next time you find yourself in a tricky situation, give yourself that additional feedback. You know, talk to yourself, look in front of the mirror, stand and say, yes, I can get through this. I will get through this. And you will see that little by little, day by day, hour by hour, you will find yourself in a situation where you just come across this lucky break. And you're like, wow, had I given up earlier, I would have probably missed this opportunity or this chance. And so keep going, don't stop, and you will find yourself being in a much happier being once you cross over the difficulty layer. And this will become your storyline. Imagine yourself standing in a podium, addressing a crowd of 10,000 people, and they're actively listening to you and saying, what is your story? What has been your career? What's your journey line? And that is the vocabulary that you can share authentically that yes, I went through shit, but I knew how to deal with it. And here I am in front of you narrating my story. Net net, if you don't believe in yourself, what are the odds people around you will believe in you, right? So a path to success, a path to tackling failures is to first believe that you can be successful. The data might not be available right now, but it starts with the belief that you can be successful. So get going on that first. Well, that's all the time I had for this episode of Bus Talk, your podcast about life at work. If there are any other topics or suggestions or comments that you have, do leave me a message. There is a poll at the end of this podcast. Please take some time out and answer those questions and share your thoughts freely, openly. Maybe I could be of help if I am not able to help. Maybe I can suggest someone who can. So the intent is to ensure that if any of you who's feeling depressed right now is finding it difficult to cope with failure, idea is to tell you that don't worry this too shall pass. You will emerge stronger than what you were before. 
on that note reach out to me on my social media handles gyanban on twitter and facebook or send me an email on gyanban at gmail.com that gyanban has two ends and the best thing you could do is to share it with those who need to hear this right now don't feel shy go ahead and share it with them maybe you will be able to help somebody who is in need of a little bit of a pep talk that's all till we meet again stay well stay safe get your a game to work this is your host ian and you were listening to bus talk peace out